0: Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be covering Mike Bickle. Now, Mike Bickle is one of the big shots at IHOP. He is credited as being the founder of the IHOP Kansas City. And he has been accused of sexual abuse. Now, what did he actually do? Don't know. And by what standard is he being accused of sexual abuse? The Me Too standard. So this is a very interesting story because it involves someone who's at the forefront of the New Apostolic Reformation, otherwise known as NAR, and I would not consider him a sound teacher. Yet at the same time, the accusations being used to discredit his ministry are being done from a liberal premise. So we're going to dive into this story. But first, I will let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. Uh, we've reported this story over the weekend, and you would have gotten it ahead of time if you were on the Evangelical Dark Web newsletter. We also have a free... Uh, that's a free newsletter. We also have a Patreon-like system at EvangelicalDarkWeb.org slash join. That's our Patreon-like system. But the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel if you are new, or podcast if you're a listener. So uh, yeah, this is the article that was written for yesterday. Uh, we've already kind of covered who Mike Bickle is, uh, again, big shot over at International House of Prayer, also known as the Bad IHOP, and they have a huge uh, base in Kansas City. So this is a statement that they released on Saturday evening, I believe. Uh, a few days ago, we were made, uh, we made the leadership team of the International House of Prayer in Kansas City aware of serious allegations spanning several decades concerning its founder, Mike Bickle, without getting into details to protect the privacy of the victims' identities. We have found these allegations of clergy, sexual abuse by Mike Bickle to be credible and long-standing. The credibility of these allegations is not based on any one experience or any one victim, but the collective and corroborating testimony of the experiences of several victims. So this is kind of a Me Too story uh, that's going on. Doesn't mean it's false, but that is what this is. Prior to meeting with the leadership team of IHOP, we attempted to bring the allegations and testimony of one of the victims directly to Mike Bickle in the spirit of Matthew 18 verses 15 through 17. However, we were repeatedly rebuffed by Mike Bickle and we were refused any sort of meeting. Instead, Mike used manipulating and intimidating tactics towards the victims to isolate them and discredit them to further uh, to avoid further wounding the victims we met with several members of ihop kcs executive leadership team there were there we shared testimonies of these victims of of mike's inappropriate words and actions so again uh, we we already have like a me too framing of this issue inappropriate words and actions again does not state what he did. It just says that what he did was inappropriate. Well, Matt Chandler apparently did something inappropriate and had had to step down. The standard is very loose. Was it fornication? Was it child sex abuse? I mean, it doesn't say that there's children anywhere in this statement. So it wasn't sexual abuse unless the person was disabled. Um, so with that said, uh, they accuse him of victim-blaming here, which could be true. Again, also is seen as a Me Too narrative. It's hard to tell, especially when the church especially is more liberal on this issue than the culture at large. The culture at large would say Amber Heard is an abuser. Uh, the culture at large would say... Uh, well, I, I, we'll stick with Amber Heard because I, I think Christine Blasey Ford is a little bit of a split issue. But that would have been my next example. Uh, the culture at large would say Amber Heard was a liar, but the church would say she was a victim. So that's kind of where the culture is at or versus the church on this issue. And the culture's more readily acceptable of women lying about these allegations than... The church is. The church isn't, uh, and has shown a demonstrable pattern of s- saying to adulterous women that you're the victim. Like, uh, we'll talk about Ravi Zacharias in a second, but before the, you know, the uh, massage parlor thing came out about Ravi Zacharias, he was in a texting affair with a pastor's wife, and they framed her as a victim because she couldn't, you know, Resist sending nude pictures to Ravi Zacharias. So she was a victim for not being able to, you know, resist the urge to salaciously text Ravi Zacharias. And it's like, give me a break. That's not victim mentality. Now, is that what Mike Bickle did? Is Mike Bickle another Rob, Ravi Zacharias? That seems to be the case according to these allegations, but. They're not going to tell us what exactly he's accused of doing, and that's an important detail. Uh, When these allegations were brought to our attention, we were shocked. We could never have imagined that inappropriate conduct with women as something we would ever need to be concerned about, which is odd because isn't, you know, Mike Mike Bickle part of the Bob Jones thing? And there's a lot of sexual uh, degeneracy in the... NARPASL camp. Let's just put it lightly. So, kind of funny, but or ironic, I should say, that they say that. Um, We're shocked. The allegations seemed out of character to the man we thought we knew, but they were so serious, we could not ignore them. The scriptures inform us that the leaders in the church, especially those who teach the word of God, are held to a higher standard and stricter judgment. We believe... Mike Bickle's actions were not above reproach and fall short of biblical standards for leaders in the church. To be clear, the allegations made about Mike Bickle's misconduct were sexual in nature, where the marriage covenant was not honored. Furthermore, the allegations made also reveal that Mike Bickle used his position and spiritual authority over the victims to manipulate them. Now, again, that's not necessarily sexual abuse. You might say that's abusing your office, that's abusing your authority, that's abusing your relationship, but that's not what sexual abuse is. Sexual abuse is on children and disabled people. It's not on um, loose women in the church. But this is where they get the most biblical in their statement and response. But here is where it falls apart. We do not share this process to fill in salacious details, but to protect the integrity of the victims and their experiences that were shared. We appeal to you to refrain from using the names of any victims. These are women who have always been viewed as credible, trustworthy, and courageous. None of these victims had any intention to punish Mike Bickle, and they had nothing to gain by sharing their experience except the pursuit of truth, repentance, mercy, and grace. Now again... If these women were participating in sexual acts with Mike Bickle, they have sinned too. They're not victims here. And that is just part of the unbiblical framing of this entire issue. We saw in the Southern Baptist Convention with Jennifer Lyell and how they paraded an adulterous woman as a victim. And even the Johnny Hunts thing, they're getting sued for, li- uh, for slander and defamation and libel for the Johnny Hunt allegations. And, you know, there's two sides to that story. And it's very interesting how that's going to play out once people start getting deposed. And it'll be interesting if this story goes down lawsuit lane. So we're going to play a couple clips. One of them's from Forerunner Church, which is the church of Mike Bickle. This is uh, from the IHOP leadership
1: team. And, as, and, and then I want to take a moment and pray. And then i is to hand it back over to, to Isaac. Sped up a one point. This is a 25. statement from the IBKC leadership team regarding allegations against Mike Bickle. We are heartbroken to share that we recently became aware of serious allegations of sexual immorality directed against Mike Bickle, the founder of IBKC. Our leadership team takes these allegations very seriously and we are laboring for truth, light, redemption, and righteousness. We are engaging with outside parties to assess and arbitrate these allegations. Our priority is to love and serve the IBKC community during this moment. This news is unsettling for our spiritual family as well as our entire leadership team. Please pray for all involved, including the ones who have come forward those who have experienced trauma, and for the Bickle family. We are asking for your patience as we work through this complex and very difficult situation. Secondly, we ask our spiritual family to refrain from using prophetic spiritual language that can be interpreted as dismissive of the pain of those who are traumatized. On October 26th, the IBKC executive leadership team asked Mike Bickle, and he agreed to not preach or teach from the IBKC platform.
0: That's a long pause, by the way.
1: Attend our 24-hour prayer room or engage his social media channels while we work with others to assess this situation. As difficult as this is for many, we are trusting Jesus. It's wise and good leadership to help and strengthen us as we anchor our hope in him. Father, I just ask. All
0: right. Um, that's the first clip that I wanted to show. Obviously, they're using outside parties to arbitrate, which sounds like guidepost solutions. I Again, what the Southern Baptist Convention is kind of what they do is kind of the trend for what a lot of churches are doing. And it's not a biblical process, but they didn't say that they were going to the police. Now, if he was committing sexual abuse, the proper authorities is the police. So, but that's not what they're doing. And that's not what they've said they've done. Uh, But obviously sexual degeneracy is disqualifying for a leader. So it's good that they are removing him. uh, But the transparency that they're showing is not good at all and this dude this is from after this speech so there's the thing i just showed you i believe uh... No, it's a different day because same people different day because they're wearing different outfits but this is a little bit more hush hush in terms of the secrecy of this video i i guess it wasn't a public thing from what i can tell yeah. I second that. All right. Uh, so that was a clip where from the meeting that they had, I guess with the leaders of, uh, the IHOP that one dude stood up who's a leader within the IHOP community and basically said that the level of transparency that they're demonstrating is not acceptable that they aren't being forthright with any details. They aren't substantiating any claims or the accusations. They aren't substantiating that because they're not saying what he did. And he's kind of calling him out on that and asking them to take a more biblical approach to it. And that's kind of how I feel, minus the fact that you know I wouldn't be in an IHOP place because that's not a credible movement. So... That's kind of where I want to leave off, uh, just because IHOP, you know, we don't need Mike Bickle to be a, a sexual predator in order to know that IHOP and the New Apostolic Reformation are bad. So, um, so he's con- so in contrast, when Ravi Zacharias uh, was pretty much unanimously or universally, I should say, discredited posthumously. The Ravi Zacharias International Ministries paid for a report. Now, that report was flawed. Uh, it pretty much makes the board seem that responsible for how he was spending money on these women. Uh, so, anyway, so there's some flaws in the report. But they substantiated what Ravi Zacharias did. They told us what he did. He was a man who liked happy-ending massages at these racy massage parlors and he would pay women or give them gifts to give him a happy ending massage that is what Ravi Zacharias was accused of doing they told us what he was doing or what they found him to have done that's transparency what IHOP is doing is not transparency transparency It's not biblical. It's secretive. It's feminist in nature. And it doesn't necessarily respect due process either. So those are some closing thoughts. Now, again, not a respecter of Mike Bigel. Supposedly he's denied these allegations. So we basically have an instance where due process should play out. But it's interesting that IHOP is denouncing Mike Bickle. Pretty interesting that that's happened. Uh, but they're doing so from a Me Too framework, not a biblical framework. So that's what I got to say about that for now. My name's Ray, this is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like this kind of content, subscribe to the channel. Otherwise, have a blessed day. We'll catch you on the next one.